Well, hi there, and welcome to the Jack Church Show. I'm Jack Church. This is a show about life and the many ups and downs we all face daily. In particular, I focus on the issue of loss. Now, that can be everything from, in my case, the loss of my beautiful wife, or for you, it may have been the loss of a parent, a grandparent, child, spouse, pet, job, you name it. Loss is something we're all guaranteed to experience. But how we face it will help determine our future. For me, I write a daily love letter to my bride of over 30 years, Pam. And I share those letters with you in hopes they provide some comfort, knowing you're not alone on this journey. And in time, we can and will continue moving forward. Here's today's letter. Well, hello again, everyone. And of course, a special shout out to my beautiful bride, Pam, who continues to reside in heaven. And I'm still waiting for the day to join her. A lot of us are probably having those same thoughts as well. But hey, it's a beautiful Saturday when I'm recording this program. And I say, yes, it's beautiful because the weather's actually been pretty lousy in my part of the world the last few weeks. But today it's bright and sunny. And we might even crack the 40-degree mark. Yay, that'll make us feel better, won't it? Well, listen, I've got a couple of stories I want to share with you. And hopefully they may provide a little more hope for you as you continue down this journey of, you know, dealing with grief, whatever that loss may be. This past weekend, well, it's been a week ago now, was our wedding anniversary. It would have been, well, in a sense, it still is our 40th wedding anniversary. We got married really young, first year in college, in fact. So even add 40 years to that, you can do the math yourself. Not that old yet, but we're getting there. However, I want to talk to you about the anniversary and how I celebrate it. Now, a lot of people tend to dread special dates when it comes to our relationship and when we've lost that loved one, whether it be a birthday, anniversary day, graduation day, I don't know, whatever the special date is, or of course, the day you maybe lost them to heaven. For me, though, I have learned over the last couple of years that dreading those dates does absolutely no good. So that's why I continue to plan something special around those dates. So you may be asking, well, how did you celebrate your anniversary this year? Well, much like I have the last couple of years, and I've talked about this in the past, I made a trip. And so what I did was I booked a flight to Phoenix, Arizona, one of our favorite places that we love to go because we love the warm weather and the sunshine. Yeah, we even like the really hot weather in the summertime when it's 110, 115 degrees. Call us crazy. Pam and I both have always just liked hot weather. Now, in January, though, it is absolutely perfect, sunny and in the 70s. So I flew out there, and I stayed for three days. And I had some immense blessings that took place while I was there. In particular, I got to see our good friend Lola. 95 years old, Lola is. She is absolutely incredible. Now, in recent months, she's had to relocate to a nursing home facility. But I'm going to tell you, she is so ahead of the rest of the group there, it is amazing. And as I visited Lola, I took her out on two different occasions, on Saturday and again on Monday. Saturday, we went out for lunch, then we went to Starbucks, we took a little drive, and she just loved it. And I told her, I said, Lola, I said, it just makes me sad that you have to be there now. I said, when we're out and about like this, I said, it's Lola. But I said, in there, it's not Lola. And she says, I totally agree. 
But she says, I've had a wonderful life. And she says, now with what time I have left on this earth, I try and bless others, even in that sometimes dreary place. And she certainly does with her bright smile, her outgoing spirit. I have no doubt in my mind that she is blessing others. And she's still blessing me as well with that wonderful outlook on life. You see, Lola lost her husband at a fairly young age as well, almost 30 years ago when we first got to know her. And she shared with me, though, that there's not a day that goes by that she doesn't still think of Keith. And then just a few years ago, she lost her son, Mark, at a young age for Mark. That's a lot of loss to place on someone. And now to be in a nursing home facility after being on your own for over 90 years, that's a lot for one person to take on. But she does it. And with a smile on her face and by blessing others. And I think that's what keeps her going. Now, mind you, she and I both shared with, we'd both love to go to heaven for her to go see Keith, me to go see Pam and all the other loved ones that went before us. But we also agreed we're still here. So we've got some purpose. So being with Lola was absolutely wonderful. I was able to bless her by, as we said, break her out of the facility and go out for a couple of days. And she blessed me with her wonderful outgoing spirit and her encouragement that she was providing for me as well. Now, while I was on the trip, I also played some golf. I may have mentioned before, Pam and I loved playing golf. And wouldn't you know it, I get paired with a married couple and a young single guy. And the married couple were from Canada. And guess what? They were celebrating their 40th wedding anniversary. That's right. There are no accidental meetings. Of course, I told them all about Pam, showed them and the young man named Connor her photo, it was a picture of us golfing in Arizona, in fact. And we had a wonderful visit on the golf course as we played 18 holes. And then as we were wrapping up the final hole, I said, you know what? I said, I'd love to take you guys back to the clubhouse, treat you to some drinks and some snacks so that we can toast Pam. And maybe if you'll indulge me, let me tell you a little bit more about her. So these three complete strangers who had now become friends after 18 holes of golf gathered with me at the clubhouse. And we ended up spending a good two, two and a half hours together talking and sharing stories about all of our families. And it was a wonderful, wonderful time. And I loved being able to, to treat the group. And again, I'm not doing this for self accolades. I'm just telling you that when you do things like that, it just makes you feel really, really good. Some might say well, they were just strangers and you're buying them food and drinks. And no, they provided some companionship and an opportunity for just a good, good afternoon of golf and visiting and laughter. It just felt good. And the weather was so, so beautiful. And then as I wanted to do as well, we blessed the server with an insane tip. I love doing that and left and left feeling good. Then later that evening, I'd made a dinner reservation at one of our favorite restaurants. And I also want to give you a bit of advice. When making a dinner restaurant at a nice, making a reservation that is at a nice restaurant, don't make it for one always make it for two even if you don't have your loved one with you because then you get a good table and indeed i did and of course they asked they said will someone be joining you and i have pam on my cell phone her cover photo the cover photo of us together and i opened it up and i said well i kind of have a long distance date i said she's in heaven right now but i said i have a sense she's here enjoying dinner with me tonight they later then sent the manager over who wanted to give me a complimentary appetizer and a couple of glasses of wine. And he says, we want to help you celebrate. I said, that is so wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it was a wonderful evening. 
You might say, really? Going by yourself like that? No, it was. It was a wonderful evening. I did feel the presence of Pam. And then again, in the accompaniment of some complete strangers, the manager, the server, a couple of other people's, a, a couple of other people, it, it made the evening just very, very special. And then, once again, I left an insane tip. Again, I'm not telling you how much these tips were. They're not life-changing tips, but uh, they might be a week-changing tip. And when you do that, if you have the means, it feels so, so good blessing someone else. I closed out the trip doing a little bit of hiking on that Monday before flying home that Monday evening. And indeed, our anniversary was good. It was actually fun. I told someone, I said, you know what? I said, it actually felt about as good as anything I've done in a long, long time. And I know that it was because, again, I made it more about celebration than sadness. And I also enjoy being able to gift others as well throughout the trip. Now, that leads me into a second little event that took place that I want to share with you. Now, again, I want to stress very, very important here. I am not telling you these stories so that you'll give me a compliment. Oh, Jack, we're so glad you did those big tips. We're so glad you helped these people. That's not the point. I'm just wanting to drive home how much fun it is giving to others, and it can help in the grieving process. Now, here's my second and final story for this program. The weather when I came back from Phoenix was really, really cold. And I always like to get at least three or four miles of a walk or a hike or something each day after work, sometimes in the middle of the day, during work. And when the weather's really, really bad, I go out to the local shopping mall. Yeah, I've joined the mall walkers. Not really. But we've got a really huge mall near where I am. And you can easily get in three, three and a half miles there if you go up and down and around and through the stores and such, right? So anyway, I'm doing my walk in and around the mall. And then I'm going through this department store called Belk. Some of you may or may not have that particular department store in your part of the country kind of like a Macy's or a Dillard, something like that. So I'm in there getting in part of my walk, and then they've got this center aisle display with this big sale sign on it, and I slowed up, and there's this gentleman who's on the floor looking at the shelves on the lower level, and he's going, can you believe the price on these Sperry shoes? And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, and Sperry shoes, for those of you that are familiar with shoes, they're casual shoes are pretty darn expensive, at least by my standards, maybe not by yours, but they're 70, 75 bucks a pair. He goes, look at this. They're marked down to $11. I'm like, are you kidding me? He goes, yeah, $11. And these were really nice shoes. I think the regular price on them was $74.99. So I asked him, I said, well, do they have an 11? He goes, yeah, here's one right here. He hands it to me. I go over to the shoe department area and sit down and try them on. They're a little bit big. So I go back and I'm thinking, well, maybe I can find a 10 and a half. And lo and behold, I find a 10 and a half. Go back, try those on. They fit perfectly. I'm thinking, I really don't need another pair of shoes, but $11 for a $75 pair of shoe, I got to do it. So I take the 10 and a half, I pay for them, and I head back walking through the mall. Well, by now I've walked, I looked at my little pedometer. I've walked a little over three miles. So I'm thinking, you know what? I think I'll get a cup of coffee at Starbucks here in the mall. So I go in, and there's a gentleman behind the counter named David. And David looks at me, and he goes, are you having a good day, sir? And I went, you know what? Yeah, 
I actually am. So I pulled the shoes out. I said, can you believe I got these Sperry shoes for $11 down at the Belk department store? He's like, are you kidding? That's insane. I went, I know, $11. He goes, wow, I would love to have a pair of those. And I said, well, you know, they've still got just a few left. I said, not many though. He goes, well, maybe I can get off on my break here in, in an hour or so and go down and get a pair. And I said, well, they may be gone. I said, what size do you wear? He goes, well, I, I wear an 11. I went, oh my gosh. I said, I left a pair of 11 in the shoe department. I said, I'm sure they're still sitting there. It's only been five minutes ago, sitting in the chair where I was trying on the shoes. I said, if you run on down there, I said, I, I'm sure you'll find them and can get them. He goes, yeah. He says, maybe I can get off in 30, 45 minutes. So I get my coffee and I go and I sit down and then it hits me. I go, you know what? I should go get that guy, the pair of shoes. So I grab my shoes that I have in my bag. I've got my coffee and I'm literally running down to the Belk department store through the mall because I'm intent on getting that other pair of shoes. I go in there and yep, the shoes are still sitting there in the chair where I left them. I go to the counter, I pay for them. I literally run back to the Starbucks because I'm so excited now. I'm so excited to give this young man this pair of shoes. So I go back in the Starbucks, David is there. I said, David, guess what? I got you the shoes. And I handed him the bag. He goes, are you serious? I went, yeah, I got you the shoes. I said, I got to thinking about it. I thought, you know, they may be gone by the time you get your break. He goes, really? He just kept looking at me with a stunned look. And I went, yeah, the shoes are yours. He goes, well, I'm going to pay. I said, no, this is a gift from me to you. And he goes, well, why would you do that? And I said, you know what? I said, I had a beautiful wife for 40 years. And I said, I used to love to buy her things just on the fly. Sometimes in the mall, we'd see something really cute and I'd buy it for her. And I said, now you're not near as cute as Pam, but I said, I got that same great feeling knowing that I was getting something for someone that I knew they would enjoy. And that's why I wanted you to have the shoes. And he goes, that may be the nicest thing anybody's ever done for me. And I went, no, I said, you know what? You just made my day. This was the one of the greatest days I've had in a long time. And I said, I'm just honored that I could buy you that pair of shoes. And he goes, yeah, this is a good day. And we said our goodbyes. Now, again, I'm not telling you the story so you can go, oh, Jack, what a great guy. No, I'm telling you the story because just a simple $11 pair of shoes made a huge difference in my day and my outlook on things. Yes, I still miss Pam every minute of every day. Yes, I still get sad. Yes, I still have moments I cry, but I'm finding ways to have some joy as well. You may recall we had the program where we talked about the TV, the Netflix series Afterlife and how there's that scene where he goes, I want to have hope. I want to have some joy. And so that's what I'm trying to do. And I'm trying through this podcast to just share with you some of these stories that might inspire you to do some things that could help provide some joy to you, to others, but to give you some hope as well that, yes, I can keep going. We just got to do it one day at a time. That's about it. Not sure if this program did much for you, but my prayer is always that maybe in some small way, it can have a positive impact on you, okay? And as we always sign off here, I tell my sweet bride, Pam, Pam, I will love you forever and always, 
and I will miss you forever and always. Love, Jack. Thanks again for joining us, and I certainly hope you enjoyed today's program. My prayer is that you found some comfort and hope in the future. If so, please share this program with others that may benefit and ask them to subscribe. You can also send us a note or comments to the Jack Church Show at yahoo.com. That's the Jack Church Show at yahoo.com. Until next time, have a great day and a better tomorrow. Bye now.